Only the leagues? Only the Alliance leagues. A grain of rice. A grain of rice is going to tip the scale. Just remember that, then. There's a small bit of a needle there. Come on, Mayo. You've got to get Andy Moran into the game. Our mission was to show that we're no longer the whipping boys of Munster. Morning guys, how are you all doing? Good day, You're very welcome along lads to the Examiner podcast show and association with Alliance. Uh, thanks to Alliance as always for looking after us there for the league. We're delighted to be joined. TJ's in studio, uh, Landers has dropped, but he, he, he get called up again for the final next week. TJ, you better play well. <laughs> uh, delighted to be joined um, from Kenny City by Mr. Brian Hogan. Good to have you back. Uh, and also up. from Douglas, a 3.4, 3.2 million mansion on the Black Rock Road by Mr. Owen Cadigan. <laughs> Cads, how are things? <laughs> I'm good, Dalo. I'm good, bye. Oh, I, uh, oh, I, good. I thought after reading your article the other day that we'd be all uh, decked out in uh, Just Do It t-shirts. Just, just Do It, yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, I loved it. In fairness, in fairness the cock, they just did it, you know, so um, yeah. interesting weekend. Uh, I suppose yesterday was disappointing, but uh, I think we got a ripper on, on, on Saturday night. Um, I didn't appear sick boys here from Cardavan. Uh, Bust a lot of them. Great crack. Stayed for the match. Weren't supposed to, TJ, but a good public can always keep some for the match. Do you know what I mean? Throughout Absolutely. the teams, they're at about half six. Like, so they couldn't really go ahead in. Like. <laughs> Did you drink a few more? I saw some of the pictures. Oh, it's a good, good laugh. Yeah, your employee there, uh, Mr. Downs and Mr. Dowling, uh, they, were, they, were, they had a few bob on a favourite horse, uh, double down with cork. And the whole Napiercing bus was shouting for Kilkenny besides the two boys. <laughs> <laughs> it, was good. it was just out of spite now as well. I'm not saying they're, they're totally uh, Kilkenny supporters, but uh, it was it was a good laugh here. Uh, good thanks thanks to Napiercing for the for the call. It was it was a great old evening. Um, interesting weekend, boys. Uh, Hoagie, you're out of the league, but you brought a certain level. That we'd expect from you and of course as usual you did deliver on that yeah um i think overall it's been a good positive league for kenny um i think brian has found one or two more players um the back they are the back six albeit i think tommy Walsh missing was a loss um it looks like there's the makings of a decent unit there you know we've conceded relatively little you know i mean i think the goal <clears throat> Corkosh was, you know, was it was it the first goal or second goal we scored conceded in the league, you know, and there's, you know, that, that I suppose that's the basis for any serious team, you know, is, is having a kind of a, a, um, a, a, you know, a solid back six and and the spine of the team as well is starting to take a bit of shape, you know, moving Porrick up there, that was the you old know, question at the beginning, but Porrick's done an awful lot of hurling in the forwards, he he, he does a lot of hurling for his club in the forwards yeah. underage, so so yeah, so look, there's 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 definitely positives there, um, but there's still a fair bit to work on as well, I think, you know. And, that's mm. probably not a bad position to be in either, you know, heading into the championship, you know, is, is uh, you know, there's a couple of weeks there, you know, there's not, there's not long, <laughs> there's not long, but, no. you know, you've, you have a couple of days come back in, but yeah, look, I mean, we'll get into it probably in the match itself, um, in more detail, but, um, yeah, look, uh, we did an awful lot right in the first half, you know, and, mm. but I just think, I just think, um, 
we just ran out of steam, you know. I think I think you know the positive things or use of the ball in the first half was really good. You know, obviously the intensity is there. That's a given. You kind of have to take that with anything brains over. Um, I think Cork struggled with that in the first half. Um, you know, surprisingly, I, I mean, I'm sure they expected what knew what to expect, but you know, from our side, the use of the ball was was, was good. You know, um, um, and we got some great scores, but just just you know, I, I won't say the bench from Cork. That's an easy one. You know, obviously they brought on Tim O'Mahony and Jack O'Connor and these guys, and that has it. That's a big, that's a big help. But definitely their power play. You know, in the last the last quarter, we we struggled to to stay with them, and that's probably a bit of a disappointing thing is that haven't got ourselves into a really strong, you know, a good position. Cork just had that extra gear, you know. They have they have buckets of pace, Brian, haven't they, Cork? Like from every angle, it's coming at you at speed. Yeah, yeah. I mean, look, the goal, the goal epitomised that. You know, Fitzgibbon. I mean, um, like he, he's some he's a Rolls Royce engine. It's the term that's been used before, but like he barely looks like he's touching the ground. He's one of those guys he just envy. He said, "Geez, if you had a pair of legs like that, you know, just mm. just and Jack O'Connor is the same. And there's a there's there's a load of them, you know. I mean, even you know, I mean, Joyce that came in there, you know, wing back. I mean, you know, young lads, you know." physically he he no no issue to him but the pace they come from all angles and if you allow them to build that platform um you're 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 in big trouble and i thought kenny did it really well in the first half in shutting down that you know um not allowing them to to, to get that platform to, to run at us from the middle the middle and the, the, you know from the half backs um but as i said to you in the second half you know the introduction of timamani added a bit more power um and they just yeah i suppose they got the grips in that middle third, you know, with the with the kind of the attritional play that we were trying to impose and and started getting the overlaps, you know, and you had Robbie O'Malley there, um or sorry, Robbie O'Flynn, um got, you know, went on one or two long busting runs up the, the wing, you barrett. Um yeah, you, you haven't come from all angles. And and at that stage it just felt we were hanging on, you know, um to a certain extent. Um, and we probably just needed to, you know, just I felt just we just needed to get a couple of scores just to keep you know, on the board, just to kind of you know keep us moving. And we were probably struggling to get scores at that stage, you know. But uh, yeah, like there's, there's no substitute for pace like that. No, I I still thought it was a great, you know, I'd probably give out about yesterday's game now in some ways. But uh, from your point of view, on I'd say a satisfying kind of way to if you could have rolled away for a game and the way it penned out, like Kilkenny racing off early and and it was going to be a flat night from Cork and but they just kept coming up and answers didn't they even when Kilkenny it looked like when Cork drew level I think it was about 44 or 45 minutes that Cork would kick on now but Kilkenny responded again and then Cork kicked on again so from that point of view I'd say for Kieran probably a satisfying enough uh Saturday night lights yeah, I'd say, to be honest with you, if you were to look at, say, the individual performance of some of the guys like Connerly Han, Kieran Joyce, Alan Connolly, um, parking all of that, I think Kieran and the group itself would said, we came out against the Kilkenny team that hit the ground running real fast. Um, we can, we were down seven points to one, I think, one point within a real early stage in the first half and still dragged ourselves back into it. Even when it was level in the second half, we drove on again, like, and... You know, having been not too long out of the system, I would have said that was a real Gary Keegan moment where stick to the programme, stick to the plan. We've got the panel, trust what we're doing. And I think maybe previously there might have been a small little bit of panic set in, like seven points, one down. You know, this is the old Kilkenny again coming back. Are we going to get a little bit of trimming? 
stuck to their guns. Tim O'Malley came in, settled it. I thought lads, Kieran Joyce was just off the scales for a young lad. Um, I was four seats back from um, Brian Cody and um, where Comfort were sitting, and I just couldn't get over. I saw him putting over Walter on top of him straight away, and I said, there's a big challenge here now for Joyce. She's physically, aerially, his distribution, I thought, for a young lad, he was immense. Fitzgibbon, back to the farm in 2018. But a Walter Walsh that was in serious form coming into it as well. Yeah, yeah, and like Walter's a handful. Like he's obviously very good early. He's their go-to guy for the long puck outs. Um, I thought he handled the situation really, really well. But not alone that, there was just so many other different names. Like at the early stage of the league, obviously Patrick Hogan was flying against Galway. Shane Kingston was flying. They had two of the kind of quieter nights. Alan Colley steps up with four. Um. Lee Han back in farm again, like and even just a word on Lee Han, like um, you know, I've been dug out of him a couple of times in club championship and stuck marking him, and you know, you can't underestimate the work that that guy has done to put himself back in this scenario, both physically and mentally, and to be performing at that level because there was huge pressure and a huge risk going back to Ava Cork. Like, don't don't underestimate that for a second. And I'm delighted to see him delivering because even to step up there, hit the freeze when Shane and Hoggy were gone. No bother to him. So, plenty of positives, but again, big, big challenge coming on the road now Saturday night. Yeah, yeah. And I suppose we, we'll come to the league final. We'll have a look forward to it. TJ, you're over. You, it was a good game, wasn't it? It was, it was in the end. It was the, the outcome was uh, in doubt right up to the, the you know, last couple of minutes. Um, I, I really enjoyed it, I have to say. Yeah, I think the lads covered it pretty well there. <clears throat> I think Cork's influence in the second half was very evident. They forced their stamp on the game. They were able to keep their defensive unit very tight and they opened up the spaces. I just thought, as Brian said there, I thought Kenny's use of the ball in the second half. I think if they'll have a question mark after the game, they go back and analyse it. I think they went long too often. I think even Owen Murphy with some of the puck outs and stuff there, when it wasn't working in the second half, I thought they did it really, really well in the first half. I thought that, and I had said this before about Kilkenny in the last couple of games, there definitely is a change in style. But I think when you look back and I think in the second half when they came under pressure, I think that maybe the way Cork set up, kind of it suited maybe the ball to go through the lines a bit more in the second half. I think that was kind of one of the key features. Cork created the space and it suited them. And like, there's no doubt like with these young fellas that Cork have and the speed and pace and skill, but they have, it suits them to kind of have ball into open space, nice ball in. Like Connolly was very effective inside in the full forward line. And I will agree with Caddy there that the, the, the new guys like Joyce and, and, and like Barrett, that there's no doubt the Cork are on the up and on the improve. No doubt about that. I suppose we will come to it. The question mark for them now and even heading into the weekend is this full back line um, as to what next. Um, we get Owen's view on that in a while as to whether they stick or twist with the full back. Um, it definitely was an area of concern. And even deep into the second half, Kilkenny probably created two more half goal chances. It was a ball to Wally that he didn't control. And then there was another breaking ball that Billy Ryan burst onto Hoagie. I think there was another, there was a kind of a, a hole there as well. So that's just one of the question marks for Cork. But you'd have to be impressed overall with their scoring race. And I suppose they're big players. Like, no doubt down the middle, Fitzgibbon was excellent again in the middle of the field. And, like, you know I mean? he's, he's one of those players that, that makes this team tick. And he kind of probably is a symbol about the way they play in terms of pace, going forward, skill scores. Um, the other thing for Kilkenny too is, I, I, I would probably agree with Hoagie, I think that 
Brian would be overall happy with the league. I think he's found the most of his team. I, I, I think he'll be happy enough with that. It'll be interesting. I'm, I'm assuming, Brian, that we'll see TJ at 14. Um, now, that's probably maybe a little bit unfair on Massey Keown because he's been scoring well, but I, I'm assuming he'll fit in the team somewhere. Um, he will definitely be a plus for them. And I think the other big plus for Brian is the emergence of Owen Cody. We all know him, but he's already emerged but in terms of being young player of the year and stuff. But he's just shown now that he could be heir to the throne to uh, TJ over the next year or two. Like he definitely has everything in the in the, in, in the tool bag to kind of to be a top class forward going forward. Yeah, yeah. Oh, look, Rolls Royce has mentioned already, like in relation to Dara Fitzgibbon and rightly, like on Cody as well. Like, you know, what a, what a player. Oh, overall, Brian, in terms of the league, like we, we've touched on it, like Mikey Butler, Blanchfield, Keen Kinney maybe hadn't uh, got, a, got a, an awakening, but and TJ's touched on the Cork full back line, and Daryl Leary, I suppose. Had a tough an hour, hour on um, a half an hour on Mossy Keown, but that's part of the kind of learning process. Like I, I it's a yeah. long time ago now, but I got plenty of skinnings early on. You know, to you, you, you nearly have to, don't you? Get, uh, have learning days like that. Yeah, you do. Um, absolutely, and we've we've all been there. Um, and you know, Kingston referred after the match to <clears throat> to character. You know, and I think Owen touched on it. You know. If if Cork had gone out and you know kicked on early and rattled over points and got the crowd behind them and won by seven or eight points to be grand, but they wouldn't have learned as much as what they learned. The manner of the victory on Saturday night, I think, says everything. You know the way that Cork stuck to the process, as Owen has mentioned. You know, and there's you know there's a there's a piece. You know, I'm sure they're talking in the restaurant around character and believing in each other. You know, and backing. You know, and, and all the usual kind of talk but again you're going to have days when players it doesn't roll it doesn't flow for a player now do you cut that player do you change do you change the line because that was a serious match you know that was right up there in periods of championship standards the young lad in there full back yeah he, he had his hands full do you stick or twist you know twist what do you do you know i mean you're talking about believing in players and you know and and that kind of thing i i i back him i i Go back, go out in the league final, pick him again. He's going to have a handful the next day again, you know. And 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 you say like these are the way you know he'll learn more from that match than you know he would have learned from the the previous four or five league matches, you know. So from that point of view, I think um, I think Kingston is very will be really happy with the, with the manner of the win, and that that just feeds into the rhetoric in the dressing room, you know, around believing in the process, you know, follow through, trusting each other, you know, because. You know, you had the other end of the field. It didn't. It didn't run for Horgan um, or Kingston. You know, and he wasn't. He wasn't shy about taking the two boys off. Now, to be fair, they ran into two lads who were in top form for us, and that was a great battle. You know, in terms of Mikey has has given answered all any questions been put in front of him so Mikey, far. In the league. Mikey's seen them all off, like him. He? he has. He has. <laughs> yeah, you big, know, he had big fan of him. He had Desi Hutchinson the last. Now I know it, it, it was the last run of the league or whatever. But but anyone that's Again, that's all you can do. You know, it's these games, you know, you're looking at lads, you can only play what's in front of you. And obviously Hugh was really coming to his own this year and that. So there were two great battles, you know, and, and I'm possibly look they, they may meet later on the year. But yeah, so 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 from that point of view, I think Kingston will be delighted, you know, and as I said you reference that that word character numerous times. And uh, I think that's a huge thing for them. And you know, coming out the semi-final last year against Kilkenny, you know, and, and the belief that would have taken from that. And obviously, look, we know what happened in the final, but it's all about building that bit of momentum. So 
But yeah, from Kilkenny's perspective, they've, they've, they've definitely found a few players. Um, how they use TJ will be really interesting. Um, mm. Whether they put him on the edge of the square. As TJ, what's the, what's the what's the inside track now? How long away is he, or what? Well, the way, come, on. well come on now, come on, don't be. Yeah, well, the lads were training. Yes, the tra- they were training on. Uh, they, were, they were training. I think it was yesterday. I've done more. Well, Adrian and and a few of the others. You know, obviously, if you're not playing match on the match weekend, the days of having uh, <laughs> the weekend off are yeah. long gone. <laughs> Staying cocks hard night, few points. Exactly, no, exactly. No. It's, it's nearly easier to play the game <laughs> than what's lying in store for you. But um, look. I, I personally would like to see him um, have that kind of freedom to to to, to float, you know. Because would you? I think, I, come here, we're constantly saying here now we'd love him at fourteen and just yeah, leave like, him at fourteen. They'll never, they'll never be, they'll never be, you know. Uh, that's it uh, for the season. Each game will take on a life of its own, and inevitably he he will go. Like like for example, you mentioned Joyce. You know, they targeted Joyce last night. They put Wally across him. Brian does that, you know. The old adage, hammer the hammer. You know, he'll look for a matchup that they can think they can exploit. And in fairness to Joyce, he stood up to it. Now, I thought Wally did well as well during the course of the game, but Joyce was magnificent, you know. Um, but from TJ's perspective, absolutely. You know, you, he, he will be on the edge of square at some point during the season. But you see with Bally Hale, I mean, he killed us in the county final because we had him, you know, we the matchups. Hugh was on him, was, was hold, no, holding him. He dropped out to midfield. Do you follow him out there and leave a gap, or do you hold your position? And he fought, he went out to midfield, and he just started pulling the strings for about ten minutes, pinging balls, you know, and asking questions, I suppose. And yeah, absolutely, if you put him on the edge of the square, teams know exactly what to do. Now, I'm not saying they can do it, but he it may work one day, but the next day, you know, you, you may have to move. And I, I, I just like to see you, even for a period during a match, it, it would ask questions of the opposition. And he's so clever, you know, he's so such an intelligent hurler. He will get on the ball, you know, and you want him on the ball. He doesn't have the legs of five, six years ago, you know, that he can he can play centre forward and run the match. So it's about how we ma- maximise him. But look, the guys around him, own Cody is is really is, is really developed, coming to his own now. Um, and there's a few others that probably need to need to push on another another notch, and uh, you know, and hopefully they do. But uh, yeah, look, I think Brian will be overall will be happy with it. Yeah, with as, a, as a Kikini man, Brian would say now that Kikini. Or the Leinster teams now are out of the league, so it's all about this day, three weeks, and we'll be talking yeah. about who won, who lost. Um, we're, I know, look at it, it's a hard one for you to answer now, but the power rankings, I lost the two boys now in Leinster. If it was power rankings, where, where would you have yourselves now? I mean, there was a lot of talk the night of the tip game, that it was a poor game, and would Kilkenny be in the tree? I think I think that's gone out the window for my, for my head anyway. Yeah. Um, yeah, look, it's amazing. One or two games, and the, the whole it turns it on his head because I, I was agree with you that day against Tip was bloody, it was awful. But um, I tell you, I, there's nothing between the four of them. Uh, and I'm, so when I say the four, I, I you know it's Galway, Dublin, Wexford, and ourselves. Um, you know, I, I I still think you know Henry up in Galway. You know, I I think look, obviously there's been there's been issues there. You know, he's had his own. Um, Personal things to deal with over the last few weeks, um, but um, yeah, I I wouldn't be looking any further than 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 uh, three weeks time. You know, um, you can't. We're not. You know, Westmead in three weeks time, Hoggy. Yeah, but that I know. Look, that's Brian's mentality. Look, that's Brian's mentality. No. He's he's not thinking. You know, so he never he never deviates from that. You know, but 
Um, we are a bit behind, I think, in, in terms of Leinster. I think we are. Be, I think I would have Limerick number one still. The, TJ there, look on. TJ, try, cut out they're the PR. Going, they're, going out, yeah, no. they're going out to six to four now. Yeah, yeah, but I, I still think, look, until they're bet there, though, championship is championship, and until they're yeah. bet, they're, you know, they're still going to be favourites. That's the reality of it, you know. Um, and then you've got Waterford and Cork. And I think the gap is closed. Um, and we'll see who's number, you know, we'll get a better idea now in, in, in the league final. But yeah, look, I think I still think there's a bit to be done from a Kilkenny perspective to, to close that gap on the top three. But uh, Jesus Leinster, I wouldn't. I certainly, no, you know, I'm not, I'm not a bet man. Uh, you're the bet man. Where would you be putting your money, Della? I'll put it back on you. <laughs> you need to win Leinster for me. Anyway, like that, right. Uh, okay. I, fair enough. I liked a lot of what I saw Saturday night as well. And, I, you know, I, I think they kind of backed up the performances against Waterford and against Dublin on Saturday night because, you know, they turned up on in Cork, fast pitch. Big pitch. I think is the Flanders is here now. We're raving about the pitch, like with the lights and the rashers and sausages. And <laughs> but, you know, um, I, I did think it was a good performance yeah. and there was a fair I, bit of defiance, Cody type defiance. Yeah, yeah. I no, can there, say that. Yeah, and, and I think, throw Reed on top of it, like. Yeah, I, I, look, I think I think the one thing you can say about about us, about Kenny, is that you know what you're going to get. You know, I think there's a more consistency there. I think there's a bit of an unknown quantity with with the other. Three, I think Wexford's that was a disaster for him. Um, you know, yesterday, but you know, we all we've spoken about Galway every year. We speak about Galway and the, and the potential they have. I, I, you know, and they could, you know, with Henry there, potentially. You know, we don't know, we don't know, we haven't seen enough. You know, so we know what uh, and Kenny are, are going in the right direction. So I can, yeah, I can understand where you're coming from. I wouldn't uh, necessarily say their favourites yet, but yeah, look, mm. it's a toss of a coin. Look, one, and, we, and let's one looking across, yeah, looking across at it. One, what way would you see Leinster on? Like, Kilkenny are trying to do something, lads, that are completely alien to them. You know, I, I said this in the paper the other day, like, working the ball through the lines. It was always a case of when I was playing, it was definitely get the ball and it was up to the forwards to win their own ball, whatever way it came, in any shape or form. Whereas the last day, I was four seats back now from, um, Cody and Comfort and they were going bananas about the ball not going to hand when they were trying to walk it out through the lines like so um what they're trying to do is different it's going to take a little bit of time but in the last couple of weeks we've seen it's improved it's improved um Mikey Butler is a standout guy for me like um big fan of that guy like he's a serious man marker Dizzy Hutchinson held him to three I think the week beforehand Shane Kingston he two even yeah. Uh, he had Shane Kingston the last day. Uh, he had Lehan for a small bit, so really impressed with him. Um, Blanchfield in the Waterford game as well. I thought the last day he was a small bit jittery on um, Robbie O'Flynn with his pace. I thought when Robbie had it, they backed off and retreated because he didn't trust himself. Uh, no, I've been there myself. You're 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 kind of gambling, <laughs> you know. You're gambling. Is, you is he talking? Does... Yeah, yeah. It's easy to say, it, but you see Robbie O'Flynn coming in an A versus B game. Give him the four steps and then back yourself to show him down the narrowest parts of the field, like you know. Uh, and I thought that's what he tried to do. Robbie still only finished with one, but got through a rake of work. I thought. Um, I think like Billy Ryan as well inside, like uh, he he took Donny for five in the semi final last year. He was buzzing around the place on Saturday night as well. He's probably goes a little bit under underrated in the sense that he's unbelievable pace. He's going to cause trouble no matter what type of fullback or cornerback you have um so like brian cody's going to be probably happy overall he's not going to be happy to be beaten by cork in the semi-final 
But he'll be happy overall that what they're trying to do, they just need to evolve it a small bit more. Um, so Galway, I, I, I just don't know. I, I don't know. I haven't seen enough to go. There's something different there quite yet. And Brian alluded to it already. Like they've obviously had a difficult circumstances. Um, uh, Henry has over the last couple of weeks. So that's going to have a little bit of an impact. But, you know, come championship, you can be sure Henry knows what championship's about. Like, you know, if there's ever a man to know what it's about, it's him. Like, so he'll he'll be driving that into his players for the next couple of weeks. So on the basis of what I've seen so far, you'd have to say that Kilkenny would be kind of top dogs in Leinster is what I'm seeing, you know. Yeah, I, I, I'd see it that way myself. <laughs> I just think it's amazing, as as Brian said, like coming out of the the, the tip Kilkenny game, I, I would have been saying would have been the three like. <laughs> and then I'm yeah, yeah. a couple of league games later, I'm I'm having them maybe as Leinster champions. But I suppose in one way, we're not talking about Galway, and that will suit Chef as well. Mm-hmm. Like you know that mm-hmm. that, that they'll be coming in under the. The radar, but for me, I think Galway need all their players available, and, and we all know everyone's in trouble a bit with a few injuries and that. Um, mm-hmm. TJ, what was your assessment? Like they're all done and dusted now, and look, we have championship shows coming up on the road and everything, so we would we'd be going more. But looking across at Leinster, well, I know now you you've more of an insight to Galway than most of us now with Kevin in there, but um, like. There's no doubt. Like I, I just wouldn't judge Wexford on yesterday. I don't know. Do you know? What? No. I thought they weren't. Do you know? I thought they weren't off a yard in racing parallels, yeah. TJ. Um, just like famously with Lucknan, we doing running sessions the morning of the game. To raffle like me, to, to they looked like they had a bit to be that they had a session done that morning, and and they were just stuck to the ground and uh, never turned up. But oh, overall, in Leinster, like. I, yeah, we and, we and know it's probably from the four teams. Due respect to Westmead and Leash, but and Leash, yeah, to be probably sure. from I, Dublin, like, Wexford, Galway, Kilkenny. Wexford Galway is a first round game, which That's is a cool. huge game in Wexford Park because I think. Um, the losers there are going to be under pressure straight away. So that's 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 a huge game. Like I, I thought Brian was saying there a while ago that Kilkenny had a bit to find in Leinster. That's why I was kind of smiling, right? But no doubt that Kilkenny are the standard setters in Leinster. They have been even in the famine at Cody's picking up uh, Leinster titles there for, for themselves. I just think going back to the game that there was an awful lot to like about Kilkenny. They have their team, I'd say, more or less settled on, which is what you want at the end of a league is to kind of know where players are at. That's a huge plus for them. The free count wins usually against them in the first half, Brian. I think it was 13-2. Yeah. Albeit 13-2, yeah. a, couple of, a couple of handy ones. Kirkville is going down handy, Brian. As you know, yeah. nothing changes there. Uh, <laughs> I, I will say that they learn a lot, I think, from the second half. What we're going to see in this championship coming up, right, is... Teams giving you the ball to 45 yards, retreating, hoping you give them the ball, right? And then that, that that's ideal then for a Cork or let's say a Waterford type scenario where they have the ball, they're starting to be very good to mind it, and then they're explosive with the space and the runners that they have the way it just really suits them, right? I think the second half of this match will be really scrutinized well by Kilkenny to see what they should have and could have done differently. So again, learning points there will be huge. For me right now, I think Kilkenny would be top of the pile in Leinster. I think the rest of them have to improve. Um, the Dublin's performance the last day, uh, or the second last day out, Wexford yesterday, 
I just think that they have plenty to find. And I know we, we spoke about Galway. I just don't know what Galway's first 15 is uh, yet, Delo. I think that they have a lot of quite, they've tried a huge amount of players. They've looked at an awful lot of players. I would say that their in-house games for the next couple of weeks will be crucial as to their setup. And I suppose uh, Sheedy touched on it the last day about them Galway not scoring goals. They have a bit of work to do. And I think all of them have to improve to get to where Cody is right now. I think Cody will be happiest going into Leinster. And as you said, they are from the middle of the league. That's just, that's definitely a change. But definitely, they're big players playing well. TJ Reid coming back into it is no doubt going to give it a, a helping hand as well because we know his work rate and what he brings and his standards brings to the table. So for me, to answer the question is, I would say Kilkenny in pole position in Leinster right now. Yeah, yeah. That's the way I'd say it too. But... Um... Obviously, as you said, that I think that first round game, Wexford and, and Galway, is, is is absolutely massive for the overall. I think Kenny will win their first two, then they have three tough ones together. Mm-hmm. Like, so that's mm-hmm. to me another day's work. Let's yesterday, one is, is there anything to be gained out of the way Wexford approached the game? I, and I'm not being like, if we were here chatting in three weeks' time, like, um. And they're after beating Galway. Dar Egan is 100% right in what he's approached. Like, I'm like, I, I alluded to it this morning in the paper that in 1998, like, we didn't turn up at all against Cork in a league semi final. And I think it was eight weeks later, of course, that time everything was, was way later in the year. We beat, I think, they beat us eight, I think, in the league semi final. Then we beat them eight. So a 16 point turnaround in the yeah. time in between. There's less time now, like, um, Dara. Egan spoken an awful lot about low energy after the game in his interview. I'm glad the interviews are conducted in English so I know what's going on. No, my Irish, my Irish is improving. He's improving. Uh, yeah, yeah. Sarah in the park, uh, I think, is freedom of the park, is it? Because Austin Gleason, you mentioned, was being handed that, you know. And uh, Lahan, I think, is wide because I was getting ready for the hurling and I had to watch, I had to watch some football kids. <laughs> and I know, I know you're a great footballer as well, right? But I had to watch some football. And, and the next thing, you know the way, T.G. Cahar, I gave him a bit of a shtick last week that the only match to count was Wad for Kenny last week. And we were being shown bits of Dublin Leash and we were being shown yeah. bits of Limerick and Offaly. But it, it kind of worked yesterday because the football league was so intriguing. Uh, yeah, and the yeah, next yeah. thing, I just see Michael Murphy come up on the side screen, penalty. I said, ah, Mikey Murphy, bury this now to be like... Harry Kane taking it, maybe a next thing. Lahan, says your man. I think that's why, is it? There'll be all sorts of Gwail Gores now on Twitter giving me grief. Like, but, like, I I was disappointed just that even early on now, they, and they got a goal, whether the ball was over the end line, is kind of inconclusive with Rory O'Connor yeah. hand passing it back across Mikey Dwyer stuck it. But for me, like, when there was only two points in it early on, with the chances Desi was creating inside, there could have been eight or nine points in it early on. And yeah. the Julie, of course, ran out 5.20. Is there anything to be gained with the way Wexford approached that game? I, I don't know. Like, even the players going home are essential. We, we weren't really trying at all in that. Like, we, we'll be right for three weeks' time. But, but does it fill you with doubts for three weeks' time then as well? Yeah, like... The psychology of being beaten by that much so close to championship, you're going to be going back into training Tuesday night saying, we have a lot of work to do, so you're either going to get a big, big kick over the next two or three weeks, or else it's going to say, what we've done to date hasn't or isn't going to work when we go to play a championship. Um, from Derry Egan's perspective, saying low energy is grand, but some of the stuff that was going on, like the wide count, 
the shooting from distance. Like a corner forward shooting from the sideline. They're defending, lads. There was fellas plowing through the centre with no one marking them. Like basic stuff. Um, Daisy Hutchinson, as you said, freedom of the pitch. Like he was, no, Daisy is a serious corner forward. Like, and I'd imagine, say, Cattle gave him a bit of a rap and knuckles after maybe the performance the last day that, you know, this is county scene. No, Desi, we need to get going, lad. Mm. Um, but as you said, basics, like, bog basics of tracking the runners down the centre. Um, where was Azzy even playing, like? like? Or who was marking? You know? Would it be a rough stab to say he was kind of left half forward? Yeah, I thought he was midfield he was woman and the... he was centre forward. He... He was... Yeah, he was coming in from the left for a lot of it anyway, wasn't he? He, he was like, just like you know what Ozzy's going to do. Like, if he gets past the 45, he's going to run the ball. Uh, and like, no one came to him. Like, I didn't see Liam Ryan once, like, as the full back. Like, I'm, I'm even wondering where he was, you know. Um, so for Derry, again, plenty to think about anyway, that's for sure. But, but if I had corner forwards as a full back. And they were shooting over the shoulder from the sideline continuously. And the ball mm. pumped down top of me. I wouldn't be a happy camper on Tuesday night, anyway, that's for sure. Yeah, maybe maybe Hoagie gives them a bit of tour for Tuesday night, Thursday night, an in-house game next Saturday, Sunday, maybe both days. And 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 uh but it, you know, I we got I got a bit of grief off Twitter on some from some lead. Last week that we weren't talking enough about Wexford at all, and he he'll give me grief again today. Now we we're talking too much about him after another show, but like it was too easy, like for Waterford, wasn't it? We yeah, and we will talk about Waterford and the options, and the, who will be the twenty six for Waterford if they're all fit? Would be nearly impossible to pick one. But I, I just thought Wexford took a pull. If I'm going to say in racing terms, and I know you're not a racing man, but. Uh, you know, they just weren't off, if you like. And for me, I don't know what's to be gained from that. Like, it's it's bonkers. Like, it, 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 if getting a 19 point beaten, the best you can come out of it is that we got a lift to follow in two nights in training, is, <laughs> is what you're looking for. And then you're, you're on a hiding to nothing. I mean, aside from the collective, um, you know, wanting to, to go out and perform as individuals, like all oh, these lads are competitive by nature. Like standing out there in, in Olin Park and getting bet by 19 points. And as Caddo said, as a back, having balls rain down on you or lads coming and running at you in waves. There's no enjoyment in that. I mean, you, you look forward to sunny Sunday afternoons going out and pitting yourself against the best. And to put in a performance like that for whatever reason, like has to be hugely dispiriting. You know, I mean, going back in the bus to, to Wexford Town, I mean, you know, what do you, what do you say? You know, um, it was, it was, it was frightening. Uh, you mentioned it like they could have had Watford could have had three goals in the first ten, like, ten minutes. Mm-hmm. They cut them open at will, and like there's a couple of those extra boys like to mix it. You know, they're they're good. For, you know, Liam Ryan, Matty Hanlon, these guys. They're not. I didn't see any of them. Uh, like there's no one for whatever reason. You know, you can say it was Watford's movement or whatever, but they just they seemed to all at see. They looked like they were just going man for man with Watford, and Watford were bringing them into positions to create space then for the likes of Hutchinson and the full for, the Watford full forward line stayed really deep, so they created that space in front of them. But like you're talking senior intercounty play, like whether it's on the, the line or it doesn't matter. You, you have at some point to say, "Hold on, lads, we can't leave forty yards of space in front of Desi Hutchinson." Even before the match, you would have known. So you know, and the right was on the wall after 
five minutes, you know, um, the way the Watford were running at them. So, yeah, it was, I mean, a couple of weeks out from championship, uh, you know, that, there's an awful lot of questions to be answered. And aside from that, I mean, you know, there's nothing beats winning. And, and, and you know, I hope it wasn't a case, trying to be too clever, you know, with championship come down the line and that one, like, because I think that's a mistake. I think, you know, for any county, you know, and Wexford in particular, like getting silver, getting to play in the league final would be massive preparation. And I think, you know, that, um, you know, Watford will take it on board. You know, they'll, they, they're building momentum. They've, they went for the juggler. They took it on, you know, that's the right preparation. You can't switch it on and off like a light switch. So, yeah, I, it's it's hard to know what to say, really. I mean, as a game, it was hugely disappointing because, you know, you were looking forward to it. I thought it was going to be a, a cracker, you know, a Southeast Derby and whatever else. And it just, but Brian, like, we knew Kilkenny would turn up. You, you just don't do any other way. Like, you, you, you go to win. Cody has won 10 leagues, I think, you know. So, um, so you, I know probably how it happens. Like, you don't tell... Rory O'Connor, Rory, go out and have a stink yeah. out there and miss freeze and everything. Yeah, yeah. No, you don't do that. The players but, sense it. The players yeah, know. They, they're not, they're yeah. not, they're not, they know in the lead up the week of a match how seriously this has been taken, you know, and the preparation is going into. So players feed into it. And 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 then there's this kind of and, and this is something that would Brian would have like fought against kind of consistently, complacency. That that was you know, you you know, you hear in tiny talks, complacency is what he hates. You know, players going out and go through the motions. If you're not, if you're not given a hundred percent, regardless of ability or whatever, you know, whatever else, you won't be there. And that complacency or whatever is set, set, set in, and it was almost going through the motions. Whereas Watford came up to win a match, you know, and that was a difference. And yeah, players know in the lead up to a match whether this is on or it's not, you know. And um, so that was that was yeah, that was a. Uh, that's my recollection of the, the way Mr. Gerlochan used to do it. There used to be all these sort of myths out there that we went to Temple Moor and we trained for 90 minutes before the game. That, that that wasn't the case, but he wouldn't wire it up like on Tuesday mm. or Thursday. You know, he just wouldn't. He'd say, going hard tonight again. No, we're prepping for the championship. And obviously Sunday's important, but he wouldn't, he wouldn't rile it up like he normally would. Yeah, and... and... You know, um, again, I can only speak from my perspective. You know, if it wasn't necessarily be Brian, it would have been, you know, setting the agenda the week of May. But he would have got around to certain senior players, kind of, you know, and you'd have a word and they'd be the guys, right? But, they, you know, it would come through them, you know, because again, you're not going to last there however many years it is at this stage with the same trick, you know. So, but again, within a group, well, you get the sense. years, I think, is it? Yeah, yeah. Before. You get the sense leading into it, you know. So players, player, you know, it comes from within the group as well. And for whatever reason, they, just didn't seem to be there um, yesterday from from a Wexford perspective, and the fans going up who've travelled up from New Ross and Gorey and, and, and Wexford Town. I mean, it must be really difficult, you know, to sit in the stand and, and to watch that performance as well. It must be really disappointing because they would have been harboring ambitions of getting to a league final and you know the build up to playing Cork and winning it exactly, you yeah. know, and they don't come around too you know too often, no matter what county you're in, you know. Um, so yeah, it's an opportunity lost, you know. How many how many league Sorry? medals have you? We'll move on now. We'll we'll. How many league medals have you? <laughs> Not enough. You never have enough. <laughs> yeah. Does football Dude. count? <laughs> football don't count on this show. Go ahead. <laughs> the only good football is a punctured one in Kilkenny. The opposite end of the spectrum here now on the football front. Am I missing something with no Jack O'Connor playing and no Lee Chin playing, but both able to come on? Like, 
three yeah. weeks away from championship. Jack, yeah, Jack might as well have to stay at home too because throwing yeah. the hurley when you're on the yellow card, like uh, fairness, Jack, come on, like you know. Yeah. But TJ, yeah, we uh, we're not going to be look. Dara might argue the toss with us low energy, said, and I think Dara Egan is one of the best brains in hurling, to be honest. Um, yeah, very and, smart individual. Yeah, he's entitled to go about in whatever way he likes. It's all about. This morning, three weeks, if he has beaten Galway and Wexford Park, he's in poor yep. position then to come out of Leinster. Um, and that's all that really, I'd say, Dara cares about. So, TJ, we uh, we might be being a bit too hard on him, like, but I just think, I don't know what benefit you'll get out of it. Like, that's all I'm saying. Like, not, there's not there's, there's well, no like. benefits. No, there's yeah. no benefit. The reality in your, is, in your, like, you could... how many years are you manager, TJ? Three? Yeah. Yeah, when you, you when you when you when you concede goals like that, like you can come back to haunt you a couple of weeks later. Like I said, it's it's, it's in the mind. There there is no benefit in doing what they did. I think to sum up Wexford's performance yesterday was probably the first goal. Like it was a poor puck out by Mark Fenning with a stationary half back. Ozzy just senses it and he runs, and then the whole thing opens as Owen said there, right? And nobody even comes to challenge him, and he sticks the ball in the back of it. That's something that would happen in training, and then you call him back in and say, let's just, this, this won't do. So, that, that summed them up. The good news for Dara is, Davey seemed to have the solutions last night in the Sunday game, so if he gives Davey a ring during the week, he can fix it for them, right? That's <laughs> one, right? <laughs> for that little small window. Um, I, I'm, I'm going to, like, Obviously, energy looked like it was an issue, let's say, with some of the stuff that happened in the first half. But I still think there was a system issue there. Defensively, like, you, you know yourself, any day, any day you go out, I, I don't think any team goes out, as you said, not to win. Okay, you can say you, you might be off or whatever. But there was so many goal chances and so many chances for Waterford yesterday. It was just a complete no-show by Wexford. I think it was. I just think they didn't know what to do with the Waterford forwards. They were busy all over the place. They were following them up. They were neither here nor there. So there's definitely, definitely a bit of work done for for to be done for Dara there. Now he is smart. Like the Waterford game plan is tricky enough to play against, Mm. and if you get caught in the headlights, it can cause a problem. We will talk about it in a while. We have a really intriguing. Uh, two teams in the league final to see how will they go head to head on each other in terms of systems and trying to influence their game on each other. But for Wexford, no advantage in doing what they did. I I, I don't know what story with Lee Chain and what is he, is he nursing his way back from injury as to why he hasn't featured much in the league. But Wexford had been very much a farm team up to the semi final. They played very well in the league. They would have been very happy with a lot of that. Yesterday's game, they have to draw a line in the sand. They don't have much time to get over it. Like I'm sure Galway will be watching that with a lot of intent yesterday and looking for runners and to go at them and maybe trying to exploit those goal chances. Galway haven't been scoring goals. So I go back to what I said at the start, Dilo. The first round of the championship for Galway and Wexford is huge. It is. It's a monstrosity of a game in Wexford Park. I know they're all monstrosities, especially in Munster now. Obviously, there's no time for slacking at all in Munster. You're, you're, you're caught. But that, for the two of them, is... Uh, you can recover, obviously, if you lose it, but... It, it, it is a big one. Um, you know, a few buddies on there yesterday texting and, and that, and Adrian McGrath, Ovi Gretel, a school pal of mine there from Fannins, and um, over in Scarif, everybody saying you have to say nearly Waterford have the best panel in Ireland. Um, there's a case to be made for it, like you know, early on the year, maybe on no, if you were following hurling up along and, and following colleges, you'd know, but. You know, the likes of Mike Kiley, Neil Montgomery, Jack Pender, Dara Lyons midfield, 
they look good, like lads, don't they? they? They look like they have a cover for nearly every spot on the field, which is something that any manager going into the championship and also going into the league final, obviously, um, would be would be craving for. Um, and still, though, with Tip coming to town, they have injuries that if they were on a clear perspective, and we have a few of them up here now, not, not giving the poor mode, but. Um, They'll be ordered, they'll be fatal for a lot of teams. At the moment, we're saying, no, Jimmy Barron, but should they be grand? This Daryl Lyons is flying it. Do you know? It's, it's, it's unusual to be able to say that one for, for any Munster County to be missing what they're missing. Stephen Bennett's a big doubt, seemingly. You know, uh, Austin misses the final now, obviously, unless he gets that rescinded. We'll talk about that in a sec. But strength-wise, they, they have a lot of it, haven't they? Yeah, they do, like, and even say... Connor Prunty missing as well yesterday. They seem, you know, Daly was solid out. Like, I, I think down the spine, like, but uh, Prunty and Bennett, you know, Callum Lyons coming on, sticking a score. Uh, Barron. Yeah, like, tied back. Um, He's massive. Like, we, I don't think if we, even if we had a crystal ball, I don't think we could pick what the Waterford 15 would be for next Saturday night. Like, and that's what's going to be Cork's biggest challenge. I don't know, will they actually know? who's coming or what's coming in the sense like so um will they have punty back will they not um and I, I think liam cahill might be in a stronger position than what kieran kingston is in the sense that we we discussed there at times that the cock full back line was a bit questionable the other night no i played in the full back line and i'd be always their biggest fans because it's not a nice place to play um especially if there's plenty of space in front of you so I'll be always going with the full back club there, lads, and I still don't expect me to be giving out about them, right? But if Kieran wants to go strong, does he risk Sean O'Donoghue, who's carrying a niggle, and put him in corner back? I don't think Liam Cahill has that problem. He had no Prunty yesterday. Daly came in, filled the spot. Do we need to risk Prunty two weeks away from championship? Probably not. Uh, whereas if Kieran Kingston's going to go all out for it, we need to get Sean in. Wasn't happy with the full back lane. Do we risk him? Does he break down? And we have Limerick two weeks later coming to town. So you would have to say that Watford's overall bench, Liam Cahill has a bigger pick before next Saturday night. But Owen, it's a national title. Surely the guy there's no question of not going for it from either side. Absolutely not. But what I'm saying is that Watford have more options than what Cork have right now. So if you were to look at the Cork bench now, and Sean, I don't know who's been carrying a niggle, Darryl O'Leary went off at half-time with a grind, is what Kieran Kingston said. You have Damien Callan probably going to slip into three. Niall O'Leary in the corner. I know who we got a corner back like. So, do you put Sean O'Donoghue in and risk him for the Limerick game? Unless he's fine, though. Do you know what I'm saying is that Liam Cahill definitely has more options for more positions than possibly what Kieran Kingston has. Yeah, yeah, I... I... Probably, yeah. I suppose when you look at it he that probably way, more, he's more top class players out there too. Yeah, yeah. Well, <laughs> next Saturday we'll know. Yeah, yeah, like, yeah, 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 like, yeah. The, the, the word is there. I think that Prunty, um, Jamie Barron, and Stephen Bennett won't make next weekend. I don't know how true it is, but that's the word that we're hearing is that they won't make next weekend. Three yeah, I, I don't think like. they'll be risked like either with the championship in mind. You know, it's a, as you said, it's a national title, and but I don't think they'll be Stephen Bennett maybe. If it was a championship match, might be tried, I think, to see, you know, it'd be all sorts of tests this week and that. But uh, that's, yeah, that's, I think. 
it's a testament to, to the squad they have. I mean, I I, I didn't even realise. I, I, it was only when I was looking at the team after a match and kind of, you know, going through it, I said, Jesus, your Conor Prunty is not even playing. You know, the many Ira Daly was so good at full back. You know, I know, okay, you can argue, the, the, you know, how much they were up against in, in terms of the contest with Wexford, but Jesus, he was, the, 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 the full back line in general were immense. They made a couple of really top class uh, tackles there, interventions at different stages. And, like full back has been a, it's a specialist position, you know, and to have a guy who could slot in there instead of Conor Prunty, who's been a hard to get good fullbacks, Hoggy. It is TJ. It is. It is. Very hard, very hard. <laughs> right, I was Logan? in there once or twice and I was moved out of it as quickly. As... <laughs> yeah, good call. <laughs> but, Come here, uh, when they, when they're kind of loud now in one way, but they do play kind of champagne hurling, don't they? It's class to watch. Like a yeah. couple of the goals, like yesterday, I know the defender wasn't hectic, but the. They, when they turn it on, they, they're a sight to behold, aren't they, Walford? There's a style about them that they, they're kind of flamboyant. It reminds you of Barcelona and Ardena without the titles yet. <laughs> yeah, there is. There's a steel to them as well, like which can't be underestimated. You know, mm. I mean, uh, we mentioned Ty Tiburka. I mean, he's, a, I, I, you know, I just, I think I love watching him. I just think he's, he's just, he's just a class, class player. And, and obviously coming back from the two cruciates and that, you know, Jack Fagan beside him there and. The other daily, you know, the other side of the series half back line. But yeah, their movements, their pace, a bit like Cork. When they click into gear, you know, they're frightening. You know, they, they can come at you from all angles. And Kilkenny, you know, um, you know, would have experienced that as well last year. But it's just it's like Desi, we've seen what Desi has done at club level, you know, um, with Bally Gunner this year. And he's really kind of come into his own and um, you know, as a leader, I think, for you know, for club and 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 county, and as as Owen has mentioned, I think maybe even the last day, I'm sure they would have, Liam would have had a, a word with him and said, "Right, right, boy, here, right, lad." As Owen said, you know, you're in, you're you're inter county now. You, you know, you're back in the senior setup. You know, but yeah, I like, and and you know, it's it's frightening. Like physic physically, you know, they they they're they're, they're they've even moved on again since last year. I think you know, in terms of what they can. What they can they can offer, and then hurling wise, just their movements, the way they cut Wexford open with a couple of you know the kind of dink balls in um, to to um, to uh, um, who is it? Um, Austin, Austin and, yeah, and, and, and actually, Patrick Curran, like Patrick Curran is a player we would have looked at since back in the days when he was hurling for Dungarvan, you know, when they won the College of Ireland, you know, it was a serious talent and kind of kind of stalls for a while, you know, struggled to kind of make that step up. But in the last couple of games, he's been really impressive. I mean, he's he's run down the sideline there, you know, keeping the ball in play, um, you know, and to create that that goal for um, Prendergast was was a savage bit of skill, you know. And uh, yeah, it's going to be like I'm really looking forward to the final. I hope the both teams go go at it, you know, as they should for a national title because I think it's an intriguing, it's going to be an intriguing match, you know. And both teams, tons of pace, but massive amounts of hurling in them as well, you know. And 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 the one or two additions that Liam Cal has made this year to the panel. Um, I think have really kind of pushed him on a bit. Yeah, and I suppose we'd have to mention Austin's red and uh, frustrating as well. Like, but Simon Dunham made a lot of a flick, no less. And he, uh, was it even a flick? Like, we'll barely say. And he did give him a flick first, I thought. Like, it doesn't matter. Cads is only recently retired now, but, but Jesus, we wouldn't, we'd nearly be wearing the hurley off him if he gave me that flick. But you know, you wouldn't be going down like, would you? Well, maybe he caught him just on the right sensitive spot, and maybe he did, 
he did get an initial kind of a shock, but Jesus, the sniper wouldn't have taken him down as quick, would he? No. To be fair, I suppose it's the, it's the good and the bad. First of all, from Ozzy's point of view, he just brings that little bit of magic and class oh, to the game, Ireland. That's just off the charts. He's striking. He's. Can I say this from a Clareman's point of view, uh, TJ? He's he's Kelly-esque when he's going. He's well, Kelly-esque. Like without a doubt. Without a doubt. The second goal, like. I suppose that's what Desi brings to the inside line. Desi's got goal in his mind all the time. His movement and he's pulling players away. He's thinking goal, goal, goal. The ball he gets out in the sideline, which looks like little or nothing on, right? It takes Ozzy's movement into that space and then Desi's brain to see it. Very, very difficult to coach that. And as I said, that's what Ozzy brings to the table. And he definitely looks like a player that's in the zone. He's back to his very, very best. Big return most days. Uh... I don't think it's a red card. I think he's got a good chance of getting the rescinders. It's like it's 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 possibly a yellow. Like there's nothing at all in it. Like I think Simon probably realised uh, what happened, and in fairness to him, I think he was trying to make a case to the referee. Like see when the Simon just said there. they'll be they'll be on the podcast and the examiner in the morning giving out. Uh, yeah. So I better get up yeah, here and try yeah, and get yeah, him yeah, off. Yeah, yeah, get, get up. You'll see when the when, when the two boys went past the end line, there was a little bit of a coming together, and we said the two of them maybe had a small little bit of a, a goal at each other. No, no, no striking around. And then as he's coming out, Simon probably said something to him, and as he left the hurley there, to me it's absolutely nothing. I'd love to see him cleared to play in the league final as as a, as a neutral. Um, I don't think it's a red. I think it's a yellow at max. Yeah, well, I do. Can I just come in? I disagree from the point of view, TJ. I mean. I hate seeing that kind of little snig back. You, you could do a bit of damage to a lad. Uh, now, there was no force in it. But my point is, he, he left the opportunity open to the ref. Mm. You know, I know if he had an issue, different. if he had an issue, he should have turned around and grabbed him by the scruff of the neck if, he, if there was an issue that went on behind the goal or made it, you know, or actually... You didn't want, you didn't want our man, Donny Galder, did you? Headlock. No, no, no. But, 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 but that kind of... That, like, you're 15 or whatever, 16 points up. Either turn around and, you know, say, you know, have a, be point blank about it. Or they doing that like you're just it's just it's it was just like well, Hoggy, oh, I don't God think there was an issue. I don't I, I don't know if there was an issue. I think, I think that, guys he would have dealt with it. I think, yeah, I think, but I think, I think, I think after the goal, he went into the rail. Yeah. He went into the back of the net, and he, he there was a bit of it looked like there was a little bit of verbal there coming back out. And, yeah, but I think it was a coming together. Like I I I my honest opinion is I don't think that's a red card. If that yeah. comes into hurling, right, you'll have more and more and more and more more and more cards. I I just don't think I think I think it was a yellow. I do think it was stupid. There's no yeah. getting away from it. And we saw Liam Cahill's reaction to it. Yeah. But well, I, I, I just think that I don't think there was any malice in it, and I don't think my opinion is it wasn't a red. Right. right. Well, well, well. Look, the, the only other thing I say on it is that I, there, there's been a few instances where players have gone down. Very easy. I didn't like the way he went down either. I think it's a little bit of it's crept, crept into the game a bit, and it's something I not I don't like. And I, I was disappointed with Donahue for going down. And I think he realised himself. Then he jumped back up and tried to make amends for it, and the damage is done at that stage, you know. And I, I, it's not something I like. And hopefully we won't see it again. I just think for Ozzy, for the game, he was unbelievable. And I agree with you. He's coming back to his best, and he's just when he's on, he's on, you know. And I just thought, jeez, you know. The game was done, Brian, you know. Yeah. Brian, I'll ask, I'll ask you a question. And I asked this question about Limerick when the focus was on them early, early parts of the league, right? Players getting sent off. If it was Mikey Kiley... It was Norman as bad as Gino for getting Phyllis sent off. Like. I know. We'll come back to that in a second. <laughs> if, it was, if, if, if it was Mikey Kiley, would it have been a red? I think so, yeah. I think so. Because he, he went back with the end of the bottom of I, I, I think it was because he was as he like. Yeah, but uh, it, isn't that look, something that teacher? And I'll ask you one, like if you have a bit of a rip and he has a bit of a rip, right? No matter what we say for taking the bait, are you giving 
not so much John Keenan now. I thought John did his best. There was a couple of things Wexford weren't too happy about. I think the Tyke Burke challenge on uh, Rory O'Connor, they said definite penalty. It definitely looked like me, the two arms were wrapped around. But like if you have a bit of a rep on, you can't give umpires, linesmen, refs any excuse, like, can you? And I don't like the way you were that now, Kat. Yeah, yeah. I'm not, no, I'm not saying it would have been a ref cat. You were long picking up on it, though. Yeah, uh, it might be my debut on the pod, like, but I'm including you, Dale. <laughs> we're, just, we're just warming you up for the live shows, kid. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah look, you can't, um, you can't really, can you? No, you'd be disgusted. Like, if you were Ozzy Gleason tomorrow now, you'd be disgusted at just being missing a league final. Like, um, I'd love to see him play next weekend, uh, TJ, but you know, if a defender did that to a forward, I'm telling you, it'd be anarchy, disgraceful. The defenders are at it again, you know. So just because it's Ozzy Gleason doesn't mean that he didn't give him a dunt with the hurley. Like that's what he did. Like, what were you giving him a yellow card for? Owen, I bet you, right? If you know <laughs> no, and but the first of May, right? No, but I was gonna say to us, I bet it's a minimal force kind of a mishap that he we use to the hurley. That's what the yellow is for, right? Force I, mishap. Yeah, I guarantee you, I guarantee you, I'll pick seven or eight incidents between now and the 1st of May that are of similar statue that won't be a red. That's what I guarantee you. You have to remember, no one, TJ was a forward before he became a full back. Like. <laughs> I know, I was watching him. I, I was watching him. Like, I, 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 just don't, I just don't think there's a red card. Like, what, what is a red card? Striking with the hurley? Is that striking with the hurley? Well, yeah. technically, Obviously, it is, though, is it? it is That's he struck him with the Hurley. That's who he got sent off for. I imagine. Not, I don't know the referee's report, like. But how many? Okay, how many hand passes yesterday were proper hand passes? You know, we could go through hurling all day, yeah. like. You know, it's. Did he blow for any? Want to be he, right, like. Did he blow I, for I any hand passes yesterday? One, maybe. So. Maybe I can't. I, I'm not 100 sure, but. There was a lot of steps. There was a lot of steps taken at times. Yeah, I'm not saying that it was a vicious act. Like, would I like to see him play next week? Of course. I agree 100% with you. If I was a cock defender, I'd want to see him come out to play to see exactly where I'm at for Limerick in two weeks' time. Hopefully, the guy gets an opportunity. I don't think it was malicious. I think it was silly. That's what it was. Mm. Yeah, no, it was silly. It was yeah. silly. I don't think he'd get 18 off 18 points yeah. up. Yeah. Yeah. You know, I, I think the ref consulted, probably had linesmen in his ear. Yeah. The umpire said what they said. I don't. I, I can't see why he get off it. It was very minimal. Now I have to say. Yeah. He he he, he could he could get a statement from Simon Dunne who uh, pleaded his case, kind of saying that it was a little bit of shenanigans Maybe. and uh, I have a good one for you, and that lads. Now that you brought it up very quickly, um, I got put off before a league final in football what? in two thousand. Yeah. What? Yeah, yeah. I knew <laughs> the shocker. But I got put off against Armagh in the semi-final or the last game in the football and it was Stevie McDonald, um, the corner forward, I caught with, um, as Frank Murphy said to me, a flailing hand, not an elbow. <laughs> so uh, Stevie came up and represented me above and Crow Park for my hearing prior to the league final. Uh, he said, lads, there was nothing in it. Uh, it'd be, you know, a fierce heart from the young lad if he missed it. So the boy said to him, so he didn't hit you, so you were feigning an injury. So they turned it on Stevie. So Stevie was looking over us like this at the table, didn't know what to say, and I didn't get off and I missed the league final. So, uh, you know, I don't know, will that work if he gives him a, a written script to say there was nothing in it? Like, uh, geez, I tell you, Frank couldn't get you off. 
Yeah, I know, I know. No better man. Yeah. Um, was it? Was it? I know they look very good, TJ. But like we have quit. We we said it last week. Like that, the hammered leash. Um, Kenny beat them. They got a draw in Parnell Park. Uh, if, if Neil McMahon had stuck the penalty, it had been a draw in Belfast. The beat tip, fair enough, ten points. Um, it, it might be just Liam saying this morning that I, I prefer to be Brian Cody or Kieran Kingston that I got a right test. No, he has the opportunity, of course, of that right test next Saturday night, which I say quarter past seven in Torles under lights. Well, it might be even under lights now with the with the way I forgot about the clocks going forward or back or whatever. But uh no that that, that that's coming down the line, but it, it's still like are people blowing them up a bit too much? Now look, two years ago they were in the Munster final, they were in the All Ireland final, they gave Limerick plenty to think about in that winter All Ireland and, and uh they were very good and, and uh, I suppose last year kind of didn't get going from but yeah. Would you be small bit like saying I, I wonder all about all these players and all the options they have, but are they are they all that good? Do you know what I mean? Are they all would they all walk on to every other intercounty team? I, I, I a difficult question, Dillo. I, I, I just think that they'll Sorry. they'll they'll need they'll need their, their, their main players. They'll need Prunty. They need Tiger Burke at six. Like he was a massive last in last mm. year, right? They need Stephen Bennett. They need Desi. They need an Aussie in the zone. If, if, if they're going to have an impact in the championship, and, he, and it looks like he is back to his best, they need a Jamie Barron in the middle of the field buzzing on the best. They need all of them. There's no doubt they're on the improve. Um, are they that good? I, I, I just think you just said yesterday is a false dawn, right? We learn more about him the weekend. Um, I think it looks like the general agreement is that they're probably perceived to be maybe number two at the moment, maybe the closest to Limerick, even though there's a good few of them around that. And it's hard to disagree with that. I, I just think that they are. And, and Cork, like you'd have to say. Like, you know, they're and, the two. And Cork. Well, well I, I, jumping I, I, out. I would have talked to Kenny if come back into the picture as well now. But yeah, they have. They're the two that everyone, you know, we're down here in Clare. So they're, with due respect to Huggy, you know, they're talking about the Munster teams, obviously, mostly yeah. around here. So. There would be a general, like, came down for a couple of bevs last night, yesterday evening, before the Sunday game, went back up to watch Dow and Davey to be met with the football panellists when I got back up home. But uh, um, there is a lot of, yeah, that, that, that Waterford, Cork are the two, yeah. possibly. That, but from, yeah, go on, I, I, I cut you off there, but was it a good day, was it a bad day? Are all these guys, you know, the fellas I named early on, the, Kylie's, the Montgomery's, the Fagans, the Jack Pinders, the Daryl Lines's. Would all these walk onto the Limerick panel team? Oh, no. See, there no. No. No, 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 is the answer to that. But, but I'll go back to what I said. About, I think when you pick from a fully fit first string squad in water, I think you're going to have an impressive first 15. I think they're going to be very strong. They're building a nice squad. The way the championship is. Obviously, run over a short period of time. You're going to need a, a certain amount of squad, and as I think Hoagie said at the start, there, like be able to bring on fellas there with 15 minutes to go that are possibly even as good as maybe first 15ers. Waterford look like they're heading in that direction. Um, they, they, they still have more to do. Um, like the defensive side of the times, you know, yesterday you can't read anything into because Wexford just didn't 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 show up. But um, 
they just tend to concede higher than the other teams on, on a given day. I know they play the champagne hurling, as you said. So they're going to have to make sure that the concession of scores is kept to a minimum in, in order for them to win championships. But I, I, we'll get to it in a second, right? I just think what's coming down the track on Saturday night is going to be very interesting tactically. Both teams have, I won't say the same, but not too dissimilar now. The way Mark Coleman plays, the way Ty DeBorka plays, maybe Ty DeBorka sits a little bit deeper. They like to have possession of the ball. They like to run at teams. So it's very similar styles having a go off each other on Saturday night. Yeah, yeah. And Hoagie, for a fella that never came out past his own 45 only once, <laughs> um, <laughs> uh, you, you like these two centre-backs. They're, 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 they're sitting back. Coleman obviously does go forward, but they seem to have now Cork uh, system in place that someone, someone is centre-back when he's gone wandering. And of course, when he goes wandering, he's... He's absolute pace and he's striking and everything. He's just a class act. He could be, he'd be midfield if I was picking the team. But of course, with a system there now, he 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 has that kind of license to get forward and and obviously then uh, tied back like you know, yeah. just he's so secure like isn't he? Just uh, you'd love to be full back with him playing in front of you. Oh, listen, he's like the credit to him for coming back from the injuries that he's had first of all, and to get back to like. The standard he's hurling at, he's a, he's a massive. I mean, the confidence he must give the water guys around him when you see him. He's a pure leader. You can see that in him. Um, and Mark, they're, they're the modern centre back. You know, they're they're pure ballers. You know, I see Mark last year in the semi final against us, and just he's so comfortable on the ball. You know, he's like this thing of like we need a sweeper. Like these guys are so good at reading the game that they're playing the centre back position. And they're seeing the danger. They're dropping back into the pocket. They're picking up the ball. They're always offering an outlet for their, their, their defenders, be the full back line or the wing backs. You know, they're always offering an option to take the ball and move it through the lines. Their distribution of the ball, you know, like that was something that stood out last year when I was watching because I was right in line with Mark um, in the second half and he was pinging balls, you know, just, just you know, 40, 50, 60. It didn't make a difference, you know. Um, and Tyg, you know, Tyg, I suppose, it's like not to say that Mark is not, but Tyg is a physical, physically dominant, imposing guy there in the middle as well. You know, he has no problem mixing it. Um, and he likes that kind of physical element as well. Two serious players. And of course, what that allows you then is you don't need to be dropping guys back in sweeper positions or you know, covering because these guys, these two guys anchor the center of your defense. And you've got guys like that who are intelligent enough and comfortable enough on the ball to do that. That you know that creates you know a huge amount of options then further out the field for you, um, and they, they are you know particularly Marcus was he quarterbacks it to a, to a lot of, to a certain extent from that position for Cork you know and um, you can't you can't afford to allow them to be first receiver from the goalie whatever you do you know at least if you push it out to the wings you're now on the angle from a distribution but if you give those two guys the ball as a first receiver from a goalie you're done you're cooked you know you're already on the 40 50 yard line and then and i saw i saw an article from anthony nash there um and it's no disrespect to yourself no cats but he said he called coleman the wizard where he was looking for a sharp book out if he could give it to coleman at all he knew things were going to happen quickly like you know, just, he get, once he got it to coleman's hand that it was going to be gone or moved up the field yeah. quickly like you know he has that and yeah. Well, I thought Kilkenny actually did quite well the other night at delaying Coleman because they knew Cork wanted to get him on the ball. Yeah. I thought they turned him back a lot and it um, it got the crowd a small little bit antsy on Saturday night. You know, we were, it was lateral because Coleman couldn't go forward because Kilkenny ran him straight away. Um, I expect the same out of Walford. You know, they're really, really good at hunting in packs. 
Uh, you saw that the last day. No, in saying that, I would have said, Brian, that Nolan Park is a much, much tighter field playing than what Torles is. So, you know, it might have looked a lot more congested yesterday, what for Wexford versus what it might look on Saturday night. So, um, yeah, Coleman's who you want to get on the ball. Like, that's, that's the bottom line. Like, I think it doesn't take a rocket scientist to know that. Um, you know, from playing on the wing, I didn't need to, if I had my back the other way, I'd say, Pat Collins or Nash were delighted because they weren't going to give it to me anyway. Like so, uh, Coleman is definitely and Tim O'Man is very comfortable on the ball as he's and he mm. breaks the line really, really well. I thought when he came on the last day, uh, he settled things and typical Newton guy, bit of steel with him as well. Like so, um, everyone in the half back line needs to be able to play a ball. Like you know, um, yeah, that's it. So. It's one of the things though for me. Like you could where TJ talked about it earlier, allowing teams in the full back line get the puck out. You can't be letting it go to the halfback line, like you can't. And, you can't. And, and that's where Wexford got caught yesterday for the goals. But as he was, they were trying to hit the halfbacks, and uh, I thought the full forward line for Waterford setup was really, really good. And they were literally across the top of the D setup. And you see that with most teams, they're conceding to the full back line and not being disrespectful to anyone in the full back line. But it's probably the least amount of hurling inside there in terms of the whole starting 15. If you wanted Mark Coleman. Or say myself in a corner getting the ball, I know who I'd be giving the ball to as a as a corner forward, you know. So um uh, that's just the reality of it, and that's the way Holland's gone. Like so um that's mm. why I was still impressed with Kilkenny the other night about how they were working the ball through the lines. Uh and if you're not comfortable doing it, that's where you want to get caught. That's where you get punished. Mm, mm, the big time. And TJ looking ahead to it, it's mouth watering, like, isn't it? Um, you know, it's it's no, they they probably have the small problem of meeting each other in the Monster Championship. I think I think it's in Mulch Park um a few weeks mm. later. So um but they go for it, won't they? They'll both want oh, they the have title. To. Oh, yeah. Yeah. They have to. yeah. How would you see to. a panel out to you? It's a it's 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 a it's a beautiful standalone fixture with a national title and offer. So for both teams they will want to be the silverware head into the championship. Um Definitely has the deaf dog feature about it. Delo, this is this is tricky. Um, what 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 what's That's in store? That's hard to call, lads. Yeah. What deaf what's dog? In store I, heard, I was is... there for that one. <laughs> you both. <laughs> both centre backs are going to play similar, right? So the centre in 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 play in general play, you're going to have a midfielder from Cork picking up, say, Prendergast, who centre forward for Waterford, and um, something similar, I would say, for from the Waterford point of view, they'll have a midfielder picking up, which will allow Tyg to work at the set, right? On the puck outs, both of them, I'd say, will push up. They won't allow Tyg or Mark Coleman or these boys get puck outs, which will leave, I would say, options to go along, right? Now, whether either side will fancy that, I don't know if they will. Like, they like to walk the ball through the lines and, and, and play the way they have been playing. Um Ozzy's probably a loss if he's out from that point of view. Um, contrasting styles, loads of runners, loads of wing-backs getting forward, with Tim O'Mahony, Jack Fagan, who's actually a Lisa Life, a wing-back as well now, in fairness, mm. uh, and bombing on. So um, very, very similar styles. Um, matchups will be key. Who picks up Desi? Is it Niall O'Leary? And then on the other side, who picks up Hoggy? Who picks up? probably Connolly now who's a very dangerous inside forward and then you've got Kingston does he play in the wing or in the corner Robbie O'Flynn coming deep uh, it, like very very nice battles all over the place and as I said Shaw, a clash of similar styles as, 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 as how I'd put it I think to the 45 the, the, the full back lines will get the ball but after that it will be interesting to see which team's ball handling through the lines is better and 
basically taking your goal chances when they come. I think I think the game will cough up plenty of goal chances on both sides. And um, I'm going to go mad here. I'm going to forecast a high-scoring league final with Waterford to win narrowly. Ooh. I think Cork might be better prepared after Saturday night, Hoagie. Would you see? I think it might stand them, you know, going into it. Yeah. Um, I was just thinking about there earlier we were talking about Waterford and where they're at and you know if you think back to last year's semi-final you know you TJ won't like me saying it but you know Limerick are there number one has the gap closed you know if you take that performance in the All-Ireland final I think Cork and Waterford have improved from last year's semi-final I feel myself I feel they've added one or two players you know you take Cork you've got Joyce there wing back I think he was added significantly to that to that team and you know, the, I think the belief thing, the Gary Keegan or whatever you want to call it, I think the belief having got you on All-Ireland, I think having, you know, the likes of Saturday's result will, will build that core team up. And then Watford, I think they've added a couple of series. You know, I think two years ago or last year, if they were missing those four players, I don't think they could have coped. Whereas I think they can't, you know, they can now. Um, I think do think they need them back for the championship, but I think they're in a much stronger position. So I think both teams have closed the gap to a certain extent on Limerick. Um, uh, for the final itself, Jesus, I, I agree. I think it's going to be high scoring. I think both teams are attack minded. I think there's too many good forwards on show for it to be a low scoring freery affair. I think it'll be a shootout. Um, which which side will come out the right side of it? Um, yeah, I'm going to go. I'm going to go Cork just purely because I think the game against Kilkenny on Saturday may have been a little bit more battle hardened for it. Um, but I mean, toss of a coin. Yeah, we, we won't ask you for a prediction, Kaz, because it's not fair to ask you that. Um, how's Alan, by the way? Is he? How's the body? Yeah, he's good. He he, uh, he picked up a calf injury in the first game against Clare, like, and calves are tricky, like, because every day you're walking on it, it's pinching a bit. But he, he got himself back. Uh, he's after playing two club league games there now. He's back in training. So obviously, he came back to us to play the games when he hadn't been a part of the plan. But uh, yeah, he seems to be moving well. You'd hope that he can put in his hand up and be a part of the 26 come Limerick. But when you're when you're playing week on week, it's hard to break into any sort of squad. So um, just needs to keep the head down and keep driving on. Yeah, I, uh, I asked Brian Lohan for the third goalkeeper for Clarecastle, Keane Broderick. He's on the panel and he wouldn't give him to me Saturday for a county league game. And um, so Cockpads are playing county league games. I, Brian, you listening to this? <laughs> We need to see the third goalie yeah. playing a match instead of standing behind the goal um, in case the second goalie gets injured. No, look, that's the way it was. We were all in that Dilla, position at one stage, TJ, were we? Dilla, where are you in the league final? I, I think Cork might shade it. I like that deaf dog syndrome as well. I, I think we'll have a crowd now from the ISPCA. <laughs> yes. Yeah, ringing in about deaf dogs and we cut them down. There'll be someone, someone will give out somewhere along the way. Yeah, I think Cork might. I like Cork all year now. I just think there's something. The Wexford game, they took a pull, but they were true. So they were both yeah, true. Yeah, yeah. I just digressed them. And, and I, I thought, I liked Cork. I liked the resilience of Cork. Watford maybe they would have shown resilience if Wexford turned up, but Wexford didn't give him a game. So maybe Watford are going to come out and, and show us all. I think Austin getting off or not getting off will probably have a huge. Yeah. I think if he's not there, Jesus, yeah. he's playing great stuff. That's he's, yeah. he's, he's absolutely yeah. capable of anything at the moment. And uh, yeah, it's really one to look forward to. It'll be preceded by Down and Westmead um, in Torles, which is fantastic. Like the, the two A final goes on um, in the, 
the field of legends um even the Kilkenny boys didn't mind going there to play uh so it should be great evening saturday evening westmead very good win over kerry uh kerry got reduced to 14 men i think that probably swung it but yeah good friends with joe fortune and nor and sheehan as well so i'm just saying the best of luck to both teams and that it'll be great boost for either county to get back there to that division one hurling we see how important it is the other huge game the weekend obviously i said it was the biggest game of the weekend and i still stand by that it's a blow for fenno uh brian but antrim probably have been the more consistent team during the league and won by seven points so not too many arguments from awfully i suppose and i think it's good for antrim with the way they have performed especially up in corrigan and they didn't do too bad when they went to nolan park either in fairness to them it was four yeah. or five points so probably while we said we had our doubts because when they came to having to beat leash and yeah. leash had targeted the game obviously they couldn't get it done but they got it done on, on, on saturday and Evan. it's a big big result for darren gleason and, and the lads obviously the john mcdonough they'll probably meet again the two well they will meet again but whether they'll meet, meet again in the final or that but it was a big big result for uh darren gleason and antrim that they can build on again for next year now they know that that division won hurling yeah it's massive um i was at the game in the in all park when they played to kilkenny and Really impressed, really impressed with them, you know. Um, they gave it plenty uh, to Kilkenny, you know, that day. And uh, I think was Kilkenny kind of, I suppose, increased the intensity a bit, kind of started speeding up the ball through the lines. They managed to put a bit of distance, but there was a there wasn't a whole lot between the two sides there for 50, 60 minutes. Um, it's huge round from Hurling. I mean, any of us, I'm sure we've all been up there at different points, be it Ballycastle or Bagheela, wherever. Like, and they're hurling mad, like when, 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 um, when back in the day when there used to be open door training sessions they used to come down you'd see the same families to be busloads of them, you know the camper vans they'd park in the lockings and they'd go to wednesday night to nolan park to watch the trainings and go down to turles on a thursday night and watch the train you know and the same people you'd meet them and they they know the club scene better than you know it yourself you know and, and they're fanatics and it's important that hurling is supported up there you know and and not to be kind of I suppose facetious about her, you know, whatever, but you know, you know, it's it they are they're, it's great for hurling, you know, that that mm. they're at the top table and they've retained their their status in the league, you know, division one. But um they are they're probably justified to be fair to them. I think they've been the most probably they've been more they have been more consistent and awfully they've been competitive in most of the matches, you know. Um and I think it's good for for them that they're they're there and they have something to build on. And it's good for Darren Gleason, he's doing great work up there with them. Uh, I do obviously I feel for Fenno. Um, you know, he's he's done great work there and you know, uh, Offie have really kind of had momentum behind him, obviously dying and going in, you know, as chairman and and they've you know, with the football as well, and they're on an upward curve, you know, as, as a GEA county, and, and it's great to see because you know, um we want we want there's not too many, I suppose, hurling counties, if you like. We'd like we'd love more. So the ones that we do have you want to support and you know, and, and and hopefully, look, they continue to to develop. You know, I know they're putting in massive work on the rage as well. So, but unfortunately, look, the nature of it, there has to be a winner and a loser. And I think, you know, I think Antrim were the better side. You know, even looking at the the highlights of the match, they were the better side. But mm. over the course of the season, I think they were they were they're justified in staying up. It's a long road back, heads, isn't it? Like Finno went in there, and we know what Finno would be like. Sure, he's a winner all his life, and they won the Christie Ring, and and they got promoted to Division One. But it's a it's a fair jump, isn't it? Up and you, there's no other way to do it. Only learn and go through the hard days. And 
come back now next year and try and win that two way and get back up there again. There's no other way. No, th- th- there is no other choice, and you can be sure like that. Finley's trying to do best practice, and he's like the man has a huge amount of experience from his own playing days, and you'd imagine he's implementing all best practice with Offaly. It's a hard place to be in then when things aren't going well, like you know. And we've all been on a losing run at different stages with teams we're involved in. Maybe not so much you, Brian, uh, but you know, it's 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 a tough spot, like you know. And you're trying to change the simplest things. Um, I know Dale. I was doing my research before coming on as a debut here on the show. I was talking to some of the Kilmiley contingent, and he was telling me about some of the banding sessions you were doing in. Um, Dublin prior to playing Douglas in 2008. I think you remember That's that. That's right. We went up. A good fan of the uh, sideline to sideline runs after limited sleep, is what I was told. Wire to wire. <laughs> so, wire to wire. wire <laughs> and to he wire. robbed us. And he robbed us. <laughs> I, I, I knew you'd come back with that one. But again, sometimes it's the small little spark or something that gets things going again. And I've no doubt that the boys will go again and reset. And sure, look. That, that's what losing does. Sometimes you learn a lot more from losing and being in hard times than what you do from winning all the time. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And no, no, no better man to go at it again. And I know backed by Michael Dignan, they'll, they'll, um, they'll have a fair slap off it, off the Joe McDonough as well. I'd say, TJ, they've learned a lot from the league. Like, you know, the, the pace of the whole thing. And you know, even the Limerick game there, no, even the Clare game, they were right in the Clare game, awfully, and played very well. Next thing, Clare got a couple of quick goals. And that's what they'll do to you at this level. And, Yet for Antrim, I think it's deserved, TJ, overall. And that, and, and for me, it was the biggest game of the weekend because it's crucial for both counties. Yeah, you couldn't disagree with that. I, I, I think Antrim were definitely um, deserving winners of the weekend. Great championship coming down the track for both of them. Now, some real a real target for for from a Joe McDonough point of view. Probably strong chance that both of them will meet again. I said both of them would like to think so anyway. So yeah. Um, yeah, I, I think next year it will become important, I suppose, for Offaly. Like, after dropping mm. back down, um, like, the standard definitely has raised significantly the shape, everything that you do, like, obviously, to get to the Division 1 standard. But it will be just as equally important next year is to make sure that they try and just recover from that relegation straight away, get back to where they want to be, and, and, and maybe now they've got a taste for it, try and get back there again. That'll be big. Twill, twill. Um, great stuff, lads. I, I think we're kind of uh, split a split jury on who'll win the league final Saturday night but we're, we're looking forward to a great evening no I think it, I, I think it was 3-1 no we didn't ask Cads we didn't ask him we, didn't, we wouldn't put him we put him in the spot he'd go he'd go for Watford anyway just to be politically correct wouldn't be like me to be difficult yeah <laughs> yeah um, lads Landers switched his captain to um Aussie and he'll be minus a few points now for Aussie getting the red card, but geez, he got two or three from play. I think I don't know, Larry, yeah, if we've the if we've the, if we've the fantasy teams there, I'd say I don't know how you got on, Larry, but uh, no sign of him coming up anyway. So maybe maybe Kyle hasn't them up yet, uh, but I'd say your man could be gone into a a bit of a lead. Like he had Desi, he had Austin as his captain. Myself and Larry went the safe route and went with Hoggy. Who hadn't really a big day Saturday night, so I'd say it's nearly done and dusted at this stage. Uh, Keds, you, you haven't been scoring that highly in the fantasy league yourself. Um, no, no. Um, I picked fifteen backs. Yeah, so that was the problem. Yeah. You just sparing yourself, like <laughs> your like your county mate um, 
from the 3.4 million on the Black Rock Road, <laughs> and the pad behind you, as I said, looks looks classy. This is called the Wooden Spoon Hurley. <laughs> Sean McGrath, this is destined for you. We've added cads to the league now. Hoagie didn't even enter team, but he's he's I was, he's studying, studying very hard for championship. I was carrying a calf injury. I, I cried out there. I'm hoping to be uh, fit and ready for championship. Yourself and Alan Cadigan, yeah. both calf injuries, and we'll be ready for championship. We, I tell you. Yeah, yeah, we're, we're meeting Shani. Andre, we're meeting Shani at one of the live shows coming up shortly, which I, you, you, you'll want to give the details of soon. But we um we will we'll make the official it over. presentation to Shani, yeah, on the night, yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah, no, um, great stuff. TJ, the racing club is nearly full. Yeah, the racing club is nearly full. Um, Mark, in fairness, has a huge amount of work done for us, and we, we're nearly there. We're a- almost ready to push the button. For anybody who wants to join up, to, like just to send an email to Mark there, it's info at comeonracing.ie. That's C-A-M-A-N racing.ie. Get an email to him this week come because on. he's ready to close. Yeah, come on, racing. <laughs> uh, yeah, so that, Jim Bulgers didn't do us any good, TJ. No, Jim. Can I see, like he has another? He's another one going tomorrow in 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 a maiden there in Evan. So keep an eye out for us. Uh, the name of the horse will speak for itself. Uh, it's one that he definitely likes. Yeah, um, he doesn't call he, him Wexford native and expect him not to be decent ones. Correct, correct. So yeah, he he'll be giving that a chance tomorrow. Uh, but yeah, the race it's, it's it's nearly there. So just rounding up the last few there now uh, to info at commandracing.ie and then we'll be in a position to to press the button. It's definitely yeah. through the month of April, right. and we'll be off to the races. I even got an email or a private message on Twitter from the great uh, Dahi Moore Oregon uh, of Ufalia fame. Got to go few belts off him as well. Um, it was <laughs> same before we came on here about Liam Dyle hitting a slap in my cool hand <laughs> with an open hand uh, kind of flailing slap. I think it was up. Yeah, there was flailing, flailing hands as you. There was, a, there was a few slaps at the Oscars as well, I, I think, last night. So, um, but Dyler, Dyler, um, Hit the hula in the middle of a league game. It's one of them league games, TJ, where we used to draw 25,000 to the Gaelic grounds there for a while. Um, obviously, Clareno wouldn't have that draw. He'd still be bringing that kind of crowd. But uh, Dyler kind of gave him a slap across the face. You know, it's not it's kind of an, a low blow at the time to hit a fella open hand. And he's he says, Dyle, I'll get you. He says, <laughs> so I said to Dyler in the dressing room afterwards, he probably will get you, Dyler. You won't get a chance. He's not going anywhere near him later on the year. So, yeah, um, we'd be looking forward to all that. Um, so, getting getting near the business end, boys. Uh, looking forward to the live shows as well. Don't know what we're going to talk about the second night, Tony. But you put on the second night in Cork anyway. But we we have to try and keep a separate discussion. I'll keep half the Munster Championship, the Leinster Championship back for the second night. That's I think. Right. But uh, we're looking forward to that, and we're really looking forward to the league finals. TJ, any fograf fograz? I have, I have a couple. Have, of them, yeah, yeah, so yeah. just on those live Some shows, in Limerick two... now are having a fundraiser, lads. So we... <laughs> no, that's that, that's that's coming up. That's coming up. The, the two live shows are on April twelfth in Castle Trey Hotel in Limerick, and on April the fourteenth there is one in Parky Keeve in Cork. So if you want an opportunity to see, yeah, it's it's there this morning. Dale O'Leary me without shaving for about a week. Asking questions um, and try and get him to get off the fence. You can come to one of the live shows on the 12th or the 14th. For me, Dale this morning, a little bit unusual, right? Because anybody who knows me will know that my legs are only for standing. Just a hat tip to the Limerick footballers. Whilst the Limerick hurlers are gone away preparing 
for the oncoming red train there on Easter Sunday. Mm-hmm. Our footballers have really hit the limelight to Billy Lee and the lads, what they've done over the last couple of seasons. Nothing short of incredible. They have a lovely league final to look forward to and Division 2 football to look forward to next year where we're going to welcome the dubs to town. What, what an improvement and what a turnaround <laughs> in Limerick football. So congrats to Billy Lee and his teammates from, what would I call myself? Uh, fair, fair, I don't even know what you call me as a football fan, Della. I'll leave it to you. <laughs> Did you not play with Galbally, no? No, I told you, my legs were ready for standing. <laughs> yeah, well, from a county that has been in Division 2 of the Football League for about the last eight years and comfortably stayed there again this year. Welcome, yeah. Um, yeah, so you're welcome and we'll, we'll see you in the Monster Championship in the football too. Um, okay. But uh, yeah, um, I'd like to thank Desi Farrell as well in Dublin for taking away that title from me from the last man that had relegated Dublin in the league. Uh, Desi's now <laughs> taking up that mantle. I'd like to thank Benty, Benty and Liam Sheedy and Donny Buckley and all that's with Monaghan for taking that, that ominous title away from me. But um, yeah, um, loads to look forward to, lads. Uh, pleasure having you uh, on first time but and we'll give it to you on the live shows. Any listeners as they want us to t- discuss any topics on the live shows, I think in particular Next Monday, we'll be caught up with the, the league final. Um, I suppose the league finals um, in Torles, and I suppose that'll be the main. But uh, I suppose the two live shows are really previews to what we feel, I think, is going to be. We're back to the round robin in Leinster. We're back to the round robin in Munster. And, and we, the weather this week in the last few days has been saying to us, Jesus, this is, this is going to be electric. like And... Uh, yeah, Hoagie's rubbing the hands there. You've wished me and these the first two weeks, Hoagie. Take it easy, will you? Um, but no, it, it, it is. And any listeners, I think, out there that um, you can tweet me or, or, or send in a message to me or Larry or whoever, TJ, on Twitter. Lander's obviously not on Twitter. Are the two boys here today. Um, we will discuss any topics you like within reason uh, on the live shows. So we don't, we don't within reason there. We have to. We don't Talk leave out too much cats now, fairness. <laughs> yeah, that's <laughs> all right. That's all right, lads. Yeah. Yeah. That's so all right. uh thanks for listening, lads. Hope you all enjoy your walks this evening with the headphones on. Um good, good weekends, Horlin. Uh Wexford, we're not being that hard on you, lads. We know Dara yeah. is on the uh, greater plan of three weeks' time and taking down the tribesmen when they come to Wexford Park. So we just were disappointed on the cracker of a league semi-final. But we we will allow you to run it whatever way you want to win the All-Ireland, I suppose that's the target. So thanks, guys. Thanks, Brian. Thanks, Cads. TJ, as usual. Uh, all good, lads. Talk soon. Cheers, lads. Alliance. Supporting all 32 counties through the Alliance Leagues.